This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, who's funding the protests? As we mentioned here yesterday, we saw hundreds of thousands of people, by some counts, as many as 300,000 in Washington, D.C., in a pro-Hamas protest over the weekend. But there have been protests all over the country, New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, many other cities, college campuses. Who's funding the protests? These things don't happen Overnight, they don't happen without logistics, without organization, and without money. Well, guess who? George Soros. Yes, a New York Post investigation found that since 2016, billionaire George Soros has sent more than $15 million to groups behind the recent pro-Hamas protests here in the United States. A post-review of the Soros-founded Open Society Foundation's records found that the uh, The group had sent $13.7 million of money to the Tides Center, that is a left-wing advocacy group. Former U.S. Ambassador to Israel David Friedman Friedman once said that nobody's done more damage to Israel than Soros. He's funded the New Israel Fund, the Palestinians, Berzite University, anti-Israel organizations in Israel, according to uh, author Rachel Ehrenfeld, who quoted Friedman. Uh, Interestingly, the Tides Foundation holds a massive amount of cash in donations from Wikipedia. Yes, the online encyclopedia, Wikipedia. They've got enough money in their endowment from Wikipedia to fund Wikipedia's servers for the next 63 years at current rates of use. And by the way, this is on top of Wikipedia's own stash of cash, which is enough to fund Wikipedia's servers for 75 years of current use. When you go on Wikipedia, and we all use it because it's a quick way to get a quick read on something you're curious about, but when you see those little pop-up notices saying, please donate, we need your help, they don't. Seriously, they don't. They've got enough money to run their servers well beyond the time when you and I will exit this world. And they're sending a lot of money to left-wing organizations funding pro-Hamas protests. Well... Uh, And and the great irony of all of this is that just by calling out George Soros for this, you're likely to be labeled an anti-Semite because, you know, I had no idea George Soros was Jewish. He certainly doesn't live like a Jew who believes in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But when it's convenient, when he can use it as a shield against criticism, that's when that comes out criticize the guy funding the pro-Hamas protests and you're anti-Semitic. You cannot make this stuff up. Topic number four, Iran's long game. I subscribe to email notifications from Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, whose analysis we, we really respect and trust. He sent out an excellent piece this morning to his subscribers looking at Iran's role in the Israel-Hamas war. And he writes, quote, At the start, Iran misjudged President Biden's commitment to Israel. And now the mullahs are exercising restraint by pulling on the leash of its proxy Hezbollah in Lebanon to avoid inviting direct American involvement in the war, which would assure the destruction of Hamas and Hezbollah. Therefore, Tehran's present strategic pause in the war is intended to consolidate its global assets to prepare for its main effort, America's homeland. America's left, and especially the Democratic Party, created this revolution by dividing us by race, ethnicity, class, age, and more. Identity politics. This ongoing domestic transportation, transformation rather, makes the U.S. especially vulnerable to Iran's manipulation. 
Tehran is secretly joining our ongoing cultural revolution by tapping into the division between those who support Hamas and Israel to spark internal violence. Ultimately, Tehran seeks to create enough unrest inside the United States to force us to abandon support of Israel and the rest of the Gulf states, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, our allies there in the region, Kuwait. That, of course, would leave Iran the dominant power in the Middle East. This is a proxy war between the Shias and the Sunnis and the Shia power, Iran, using the United States, trying to manipulate us to basically neutralize our support in the Middle East for the Sunni states. Will Iran succeed in this effort? Time will tell, but Colonel McGinnis's point is well taken. The internal divisions caused by identity politics and critical theory the idea that they're in every conflict, a class of oppressor and a class of oppressed. It's making us vulnerable to Iran's manipulation. Topic number three, conspiracy theory. I really thought this old lie had been put to bed a decade ago, but it's bubbled up again in the, uh, during this uh, Israel-Hamas war. Uh, this is the idea that the Jews of Israel and that the Jews around the world today are not the real Jews. It's the old Kazarian Mafia theory. This is based on a book called The Thirteenth Tribe, written by Arthur Kessler, 1976. Kessler claimed in his book that Ashkenazi Jews, Jews who uh, hail from Europe, mainly Germany, uh, but uh, other places in, uh, in Eastern Europe, um, were not the Jews of the Bible, not descended from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but actually from a Turkic people called the Khazars, the Khazars, the Khazarian kingdom, which you see on the map behind me here, at its greatest extent, that yellow area, which uh, today would include all of uh, Armenia, Georgia, southern Russia, most of Ukraine. Uh, that was the Khazarian kingdom at its greatest extent in the 9th century AD, so around 850 AD. According to historians, the royal family of Khazaria converted to Judaism sometime around 740 AD. Now, it's not clear as to how many other of the Khazars, again, these are Turkic people, uh, converted to Judaism. But according to Kessler, his theory is that when the Khazarian kingdom began to collapse in the 12th and 13th centuries AD, they moved west and settled in what is now Germany, Poland, and other places in Europe. And from them, we get the Jews of today. In a nutshell, there is no historic evidence for this theory, no serious historian takes this theory seriously. Now, I love me a good conspiracy theory. I wear a foil hat on the weekend so that you don't have to. But when there's no evidence behind a theory, I will tell you if the evidence leads to an uncomfortable conclusion, even if it means, hmm, these people that we've been supporting because we think they're right, uh, maybe not. But there is no evidence for this. Not only is there no historic evidence, the genetic evidence, DNA testing over the last 10 years has shown that the people who claim to be Jews today really do descend from people who originated in what we call the Middle East. <laughs> in other words, the very place that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came from. There is no genetic link between the Jews of today and the Turkic peoples of Khazaria in the Middle Ages. This is a debunked theory that is being pulled out to justify anti-Semitic support of Hamas because the
the Israeli Jews aren't the real Jews. I'm sorry, you need to realign your moral compass if this is your justification for that. Uh, and by the way, more on this coming up after the break. Topic number two, bird flu. Here in the United States, we need to pay attention to what's going on with our poultry farms because uh, in Oklahoma and Alabama, uh, highly pathogenic avian flu has turned up. In Oklahoma, uh, farmers there in uh, four counties have had to cull birds' flocks because of this highly pathogenic bird flu. Um, more than 344,000 birds killed at two farms in Alabama, uh, one in uh, Marshall County, one in Chilton County, when it's turned up there. Uh, this is, uh, again, highly pathogenic, so-called because it's nearly 100% fatal to the birds that contract it. Um, this is resulting in some rather large culls of uh, chickens, turkeys, ducks, geese, and uh, could be a serious problem for the poultry industry here in the U.S. if it spreads unchecked. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, coming up, speaking of conspiracy theories involving the Jews, uh, how not to commit a hate crime. A life lesson from Indianapolis, straight ahead. We want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Eminent Destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the God on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Item number one today, how not to commit a hate crime. Indianapolis police officers arrested a woman Friday night who they labeled a terrorist, or at least a would-be terrorist, after she drove her car into a building that she thought was a Jewish school. 34-year-old Ruba Almachte, I'm probably mispronouncing it, so forgive me, uh, ma'am. Uh, she was arrested on a preliminary charge of criminal recklessness Friday night. According to a police report, um, 
Police were called to the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge. The Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge around 11.30 p.m. Friday to investigate a hate crime. They found that uh, Ms. Almate had backed her car into the building while several adults and children were inside. She told officers she'd been watching news coverage of the Israel-Hamas war and decided to do something about it. Planned an attack on the building because she was offended by the Hebrew-Israelite symbol on the front of the building. However, what she was not aware of is that the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge is a sect of the black Hebrew Israelites. Yes, another group that believes that the Jews of Israel are not the real Jews and that the real Jews are African. <laughs> this is the second time in two weekends this kind of confusion has led to a, an in, inadvertent hate crime, shall we say. Um, Ms. Almakte thought she was attacking Jews when in fact she was attacking a group that hates the Jews. Just as in Chicago last weekend, when uh, a group of black Hebrew Israelites wanted to join a pro-Hamas protest and the Arabs in the pro-Hamas protest saw their sign and thought they were real Jews and <laughs> a fist fight broke out. Um, bottom line, Ms. Almate uh, messed up her own hate crime. Well, this week on Skywatch TV, we begin a new series based on the book, We Are Legion, For We Are Many. We're coming up on the 2024 presidential election. This is the last book by Tom Horn and the last series of broadcast programs that will feature Tom Horn. Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis also on the panel, Sharon and I in that uh, discussion as well. And uh, you can watch the program right now at skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always there. It's also available right now at our Roku and Apple TV channels. You can also catch it right now at our YouTube channel for the main Skywatch TV program. That's at Skywatch TV now. Rumble.com slash Skywatch TV or best of all, get our free mobile app. Why, you say? Because that content comes directly from the servers that we pay for. A Christian company hosts it. In other words, you're bypassing the gatekeepers of big tech and bringing our video content right to your smartphone or tablet. Also, it's got other features like a uh, Bible with multiple translations, an audio Bible, no less. Uh, news updates three times a week, a place to donate if you're so led, and more all in the palm of your hand, whether you're holding an iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle Fire phone or tablet. You can uh, find the links to the app stores for your device at our website, skywatchtv.com. You'll find the link in the top menu bar. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.